Hey, welcome back to the Relentless Positivity Podcast. Hey, we're with part two of our last interview with Amy on here, and we kind of left on a cliffhanger. So I'm just going to say, if you didn't, you don't know the cliffhanger, you got to go back and listen to part one. So go back and listen to that. But uh, we're going to, we're going to take it. So we've talked about a little bit dancing. So let me ask you this. Uh, how are your dance moves? You know, I feel like I have some pretty good dance moves now. I've okay. Never you haven't been... been drinking, so they must be pretty good. If you think. <laughs> I, I have not been recorded, so it may all be up here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't ever record it. You never know. So yeah, you, th- that way you can just assume I'm, I'm good to go. <laughs> right. Right. All right. So yeah, well, you can just move on. Go listen to that cliffhanger and you, you just, uh, you make, make your own thoughts on that. So if, if you didn't tune into part one, we were talking about just, we had some readers and viewers ask us some questions about dry January and our resident expert, Amy Bailey is back to help us with that. So uh, go back and listen to part one, some good information on that. Uh, we're going to move on kind of some more serious stuff in here today that we had some questions from our readers come in. So the first one is, I have a friend in the middle of a messy divorce that I really think is alcohol driven. How do I approach this couple out of love? Hmm. Well, that's a big one. Um, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but my husband and I were actually divorced for two years. So we, we have been married twice. Um, we, I can look back now and see where we were drinking too much that alcohol definitely affected those decisions. And I think that's something that we can remember ourselves as we, as we go through life and we have these pivotal moments and we're making these very big decisions is, is, is my mind being influenced by something? And even when we're, you know, not in the act of drinking, it can still cloud our thoughts and create poor decision-making. Now, telling somebody else that is a very tricky thing. Right. And, you know, I, I'm from the point of, you know, I try to mind my own business. (laughs) If someone asks my advice. And so that's what I would say. If your friend is desperately torn and asking for your advice, just find an eloquent way to say, you know, I would, I would really think about this really hard because I know sometimes, you know, substances can cloud our decision making and it might be good to separate and, and really think things over before you just get a divorce. And, and in all that, I am not a professional counselor. (laughs) So, um, and most likely the person asking the question is not a professional counselor. So I would advise, um, you know, when when your friends are thinking of getting a divorce or are getting a divorce and they're asking your advice, listen and be there, but also make sure to push them to talk to a professional counselor or therapist or psychiatrist. Yeah, that's great. Because if, if you come in hot like that, you know what your problem is. Uh, but I guess it's yeah. okay if you just end it with bless your heart. I think that's how you do it around <laughs> here. But um, yeah, so if anyone just tells you, you, your problem is you drink too much, they're not going to take that very well, more than likely. So no, uh, but yeah, but they ask go. your advice, you know, you can help them right. out on that. But I'm like you, man, if, if someone's not asking me, I'm not, I got my own problems. I, I'm like, hey, my name's Paul, and that's between y'all. So I'm like, <laughs> stay at it. But yeah, it, I always uh, seek a professional whenever whenever possible. Right. So, 
All right, the next one, another pretty serious note on this one. My brother died of suicide. His mind was so very affected by alcohol. I can't stand to see getting drunk glamorized all the time, but no one wants to admit alcoholism brings on disease of the body and the mind, plus the lives it ruins. I find myself not speaking up because I don't want to offend anyone. Do you think society's mindset will ever change? Um, I'm very sorry to hear that. Um, I, I think alcohol affects us in, in so many ways and obviously some people more than others. And so I do think that this awareness and, and simply talking more about it is changing people's mindset, you know, a buzzword right now. And a, and a very, very valid topic of conversation is mental health. And, but something I've noticed is a lot of times when we talk about mental health, we leave out substance abuse. And truly, you know, those, those go hand in hand in so many ways because, you know, whether the mental illness came first or second, you know, the substance abuse, it, it heightens depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder. I mean, it heightens all of it and in some cases can trigger. And so, um, again, going back to seeking help, you know, we have a wonderful resource right here in Huntsville that I did not learn about until about a year ago. And it is called Wellstone. And it is an organization that's been around for decades now but not only do they have professionals, if you, do, if you do get into a deep, dark place that you can go and you can talk to people, they have also just launched a number. So instead of 911, there's 988. And that is for people who are in mental health emergencies. And so knowing we have these resources is 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 pretty incredible and right here in our own city and going back to the society part i do think just that awareness is helping people talk more about it because we have to we have to be um aware of how these things affect us and yes they can be fun they can be um memorable and celebratory all those things but they can also not be. And I think even the person who handles their alcohol like a champ and um, has, has also at some point had a not good experience too. So knowing those risks is very important. Yeah, and if you're looking, if Wellstone, we did an interview with Karen Peterson, very powerful with her. If you want to go back and listen to that, she has, um, she's an amazing person, had a great interview, just helping so many people with her story and what she does at Wellstone. Wellstone is an amazing resource and proud to have them here in Huntsville. So, but I think you're right. I think society has changed. If you look back, you know, how how smoking used to be portrayed in the movies and stuff, that's kind of going away a little bit. We're it. Everything moves slow, right? It takes a little while to get going, but I think we're headed the right way. That people are kind of highlighting it's not just all glamour with this stuff. You know, there's a, there's a dark side to it as well. And if you play with fire, you're going to get burned, right? Anyone's ever drank has right. had a night where bad things happen. And hopefully you're still around to talk about it because it, it can go wrong for sure. But I think, I think right. things are changing. It's going to be slow like anything else. So right. All right, the next one, kind right. of a lighter question, a little bit easier on this one. So how are your energy levels? Ah, so much better. So much better. Um, 
that's not to say every day I'm like <laughs> the Energizer Bunny, but yeah. like for the most part, noticeable differences. Um, how I get out of bed in the morning, how early I get out of bed, um, my focus, how I look at the day, all of these things play into just a different energy level than what I was experiencing in my 30s. Sure. What were some other physical benefits you kind of got noticed after you quit drinking? Um, better skin, without a doubt. I had very dry skin before, and it is, it's as if every year I notice a significant difference in my skin. And, you know, not to say I have wrinkles and all that stuff, <laughs> but I don't see them. You must be hiding them well. So you, you... Well, I think the computer does a little trick there. Oh, no, no, don't be <laughs> modest. Own that. You're looking good. All right. The next one. So I'm the next one came in. It was I'm completely over the mommy wine culture. It's so trite. By the way, that word trite pretty good. Shout out to whoever used that. I love so, that word, too. Why do women think it is so funny? It makes us look so dumb. Oh, well. That's a big topic. That's a big topic yes. right there. I agree with this very much. Um, I'm all about having fun, and I understand people want to do that with a glass of wine or or relax. But this messaging that we're receiving constantly as women that in order to get through the day, in order to survive, we have to have wine. When you look a little deeper at that, not only what is it telling us, how is it affecting me, but how is it affecting our children and right. the way they think? You know, I don't see this same messaging towards men. Um, obviously, there's there's all the bourbon and bacon and all that to um, to lure men and, and get their attention. But then you don't see this in order to survive your job or the day, you've got to go have a beer. It seems like the messaging towards men is more about having a good time, hanging out with friends, whereas the messaging towards women is there's no way you can do this without drinking. Right. And I think there's something disturbing about that, really. And then, um, you know, I love a good joke. But when you're constantly seeing these things about, is it really drinking unless you start early? <laughs> and um, Well, you know, uh, Amy, you can't that? drink all day unless you start in the morning. That's it. That's, that's it. a big one, right? That's a big one you see. So that's... <laughs> and then um, my kids whine, I whine. You know, there's all these just constantly. And it's like, what about the ones talking about women doing hard things or challenging things or starting businesses or raising three kids. And, you know, like I want to hear about the hard things. I want to be, I want women to be seen doing these incredible things, you know, with or without drinking. Yeah. So. yeah you, you're the one that opened my eyes to the mommy wine culture. And if you're listening right now, look around and it is everywhere. I mean, it's, it's not just like some place. It's, it's everywhere you go. I mean, Walmart, Target, any of these, they'll have Walmart. everything in there about mommy wine culture. And once you look for it, man, it is everywhere. So, um, Cracker Barrel. Cracker oh, Barrel yeah. now has all these little things with mommy sayings all over it, you know? 
Oh yeah. Well, you need yeah. some raw candy and some mommy wine culture items, right? <laughs> so whatever they got in that gift shop. All right. So the next one, this is kind of a different one that I think people should, would find interesting. So after you've gone through dry January, what are some kind of questions or reflections you've had looking back after you've gone through that might be helpful? I think taking time to, to sit down and ask yourself, how did this make me feel? What was hard about it? Um, at what point did it seem to take up less space in my mind? Um, what, what, what did I replace that, that ritual with? What was it? Was it a long walk? Was it tea? Was it watching, you know, my favorite Netflix? Like what, what became that new ritual after taking a break? How did, how did my family react? How did friends react? Just asking yourself some of those questions. And then, you know, from there, is this something that, that I could see doing throughout the year, you know, just taking a break, taking a detox. Um, was it easier to do a month or was it easier to do two weeks? You know, all those kind of questions just to sit down and really evaluate what was different about this. Yeah, that's great. I think everyone, you know, you, you get a job, you need that exit interview. You figure out, you know, what went right, what went wrong, how can we fix it in the future? I think that's a great way to look back and, and just kind of maybe you want to do a journal throughout the month or something like that where you can look back. When you do it again, you can kind of overcome those pitfalls, we, which part one, Amy talked about some of those. You can go back and look at some of those. But um, let's switch it up a little bit because people are always interested in more mocktail recipes. You got some more for us today. Do you have more visual aids, by the way? <laughs> I do. I oh, do. yes. I that's my favorite part. Aids. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's my favorite part. Yeah, let's get into um, it. So I just I want to share this because I think it's delicious. So this is called the brand is zero alcohol and this is their mezcal. And so you pair this with a little lime juice and, um, you know, it's it's delicious. It's really good. I really like and things that are that are named like what they actually are. So you have a zero alcohol and it's zero alcohol. I get that. That speaks to me. I'm simple. Right. Right. Yeah. And then liars. Um, I think that's the funniest name, by the way. I love it. <laughs> and so um, if you love an Aperol spritz, this is basically that. In fact, my friends um, who also love Aperol spritz, they're like, this is better than the real thing. And so you do this, a little of that groovy dry secco, splash of orange, and you know, you're transported to the Mediterranean. Oh, it's incredible. Um, and then probably one of the easiest, so ginger beer, I love a ginger beer, um, ginger beer, lime, and if you wanted to, if you wanted to get a little um, more, more intense, you could add some turmeric. Well, slow down, that. Amy, slow down, slow down. <laughs> And then you've got a little health component there. Oh, but this, for me, um, when I first stopped drinking, this became part of my ritual. It was the ginger beer, fresh lime juice, and a little turmeric. And that was kind of my, you know, little celebratory treat yeah. to have. So. Wow, that's cool. So let's say that I wanted to get some more recipes and like fashion advice and things like that. What, what I, is, does Huntsville have a magazine or anything where I could read about something like that? Joe, it's so interesting you say that because <laughs> we are about to. Oh, no way. No way. <laughs> yes. Um, so 
I am very excited to say that I am bringing Huntsville's only and first in a long time monthly magazine. And that will launch in February and it will be full of mainly stories from Huntsvillians, whether they're rocket scientists or restaurant owners, um, or, you know, they've, they've lived here for multi-generations and they have these incredible stories. But it will also have recipes and travel and homes and all the, all the fun things that, that make our city pretty awesome. Oh, that's exciting. So I know there's an Instagram account. How, what's the Instagram handle? Uh, so it's at Huntsville City Lifestyle. And that's the name so of the magazine too, right? It is. It oh. is. Well, that's exciting. You are you are the perfect person to bring that to Huntsville. So I'm excited about you launching that. That's right here in February, right around the corner. It is. We're on deadline right now. So it's very exciting. Very oh, man. exciting. Okay, well, I better let you get back to work because I know you got a lot of work to do. So <laughs> if people want to follow you, I obviously they'll, uh, they'll follow that Instagram. I'll link that in show notes. What What's some other ways they can keep up with you? Um, at MyScoop. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know where that came from. Um, at MyScoop is the other, my other handle. That okay. is my online media I've done, done for a long time now. Awesome. So. Yeah, she does a great job. I'm tell, I've told you before, Amy is one of the most Instagrammable people out there. So make sure you follow her and the new magazine <laughs> handle as well. I'll link those in show notes. Hey, Amy, thank you so much. People have lots of curious things about dry January questions and all that. And you've handled all these very well. And they can follow you on Instagram, ask questions there as well. I know you help out people there a lot. Um, keep, keep doing what you're doing. I think people are, uh, the big thank buzzword you. is sober curious, right? They're, they're curious thank about you. this stuff and they want to know, hey, look at this. If I get through it, this well, some benefits I can get. So you'll see that light at the end of the tunnel. Thank you. Thank Absolutely. you so much, Joe. So it is possible. You guys, it is possible. Let's uh, let's let's shoot for dry January. It's around the corner. Just try it out. See what happens. You know, it just it's one month. You can do it. So, Amy, thank you so much for the great work. I can't wait to see the magazine in February. Keep up the great work, and we'll keep up with you. Thank you. Thank All you. Right. Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas, everybody. Hey, share this episode. Somebody needs to hear about this. They need to hear about the magazine, first of all. They want to advertise in that, I'm sure. And then hear about the good thing that Amy has coming up, and she's going to help everybody. So share this with somebody. Maybe they have questions about dry January, and we'll keep this thing rolling. Amy, keep up the great work, and Merry Christmas, everybody. Wow, what a great episode. You share that with somebody. I'm going to share with you some awesome sponsors. McWilliams Marketing. They can help your business grow. Regardless of the size of the project, you're going to get a solution that is specifically created for you and your business. No cookie cutter, one size fits approach here. So Amy and her band of fearless marketers can help you with all that stuff that you think you can do, but you're not really that good at it. You don't have time for it. They can do that. They're the experts. It's what they do. Web design, online conversion optimization, SEO, uh, graphic design, marketing, page management, all that stuff. Go let them do that. Don't handle that yourself. Go check them out at mcwilliamsmarketing.com. See what all they can do. They're amazing people. Teak Patnick with Patnick Real Estate. He really does it all in the real estate world. General real estate sales, acquisitions, property management, investments, all that good stuff. You're not just a transaction with Teak. He really wants to build a relationship for life with you. He has built his whole business on prayer, hard work ethic, honesty, and results. You can trust Patnick Realty with all your real estate needs. Hey, I trust my brother from another mother, Teak, and you should too. Give him a call, 256-694-0117, or email him at teak at patnickco.com. Hey, these are awesome businesses. Go support them. They're out supporting positivity, and they will do you right. Have an awesome day.